In this unit, I'll introduce you all to the introductions to remote sensing unit 1. This unit will focus on definitions of remote sensing, history and scopes of remote sensing, electromagnetic radiations, and atmospheric windows. The concept of atmospheric windows, we will see how it relates with the remote sensing, the operations of remote sensing. We will see different types of remote sensing in this unit, different principles like thermal emissions of radiations, black body radiations, radiations principles, Planck's law, Stephens Boltzmann's law, Wind's displacement law, Christoph's laws. These are all some of the basic, let's say, laws which we need to understand to know the basic concept of operations of how remote sensing works. The concept of spectral signatures is very important and different objects on the surface of the earth have different let's say characteristics. Now using remote sensing we want to characterize all these objects or features on the surface of the earth by using what we call it as the spectral signatures. This is what we are going to understand, that we, that we are going to learn in this particular subject. Coming to the introductions with imageries. What is an image? You all see in day-to-day life, every one of you have mobiles. You take many pictures in a day. All those images, that digital image, Photographic image, these are all images. All this image, it has certain information content in it. Now, how do we extract all those informations from the from an image? That is how we are what we are going to learn in this particular course. In remote sensing, we use different platform. One of the platform is satellite. Another platform could be an aircraft. By using all this platform using an instruments yeah so in remote sensing yeah satellite based remote sensing we use let's say different kinds of sensors it could be a multispectral sensors it could be a panchromatic sensors it could be a hyperspectral sensor so we use different kinds of sensors let's say, to capture different object or features on the surface of the art without touching it that is what remote sensing is so you already have seen this particular lecture notes that i have given it to you all in the first section of this lecture note, I have introduced you all to the basic of imageries. I have given you different example on imageries. I have asked you, you know, that can you identify the various geographical locations and the features observed in each of these images. All these images are taken 
from a let's say satellite platform now coming to what we are going to see in this particular series of lectures we will first introduce with the definitions of remote sensing how do we define remote sensing what is the process behind the operations of remote sensing what are the different source and concept of energy yeah so energy is very important without energy it could be a passive or it could be an active without energy you cannot complete the process of remote sensing that is what we are going to study in this particular unit interactions of energy with the atmosphere so energy when we say energy the fundamental energy that we have is from sun the energy before reaching the surface of the earth it has to interact with the atmosphere now after interacting with the atmosphere after reaching the surface of the earth it will interact with the target it could be a building it could be a large agricultural passage of land or it could be a large water bodies so we have to study this interactions mechanisms of energy with yeah the atmosphere or with the fissures or different object on the surface of the earth to clearly understand on the concept of what remote sensing is finally that particular let's say fractions of energy that is received by the sensor so when we say sensors it is like camera it's a camera the in your mobile it is just like a normal camera in your mobile in a very simple words so that has to be received and recorded by the sensors one very simple examples of remote sensing is our human eye without touching it and without going near to a particular object our eyes can see you know far away objects or a near object without touching it how do we see with our eyes the mechanism is the same see the light so in a dark room you are not able to see any objects because there is no source of energy when you switch on the light yeah you have that source of energy that energy that light is being captured by your eyes and you are able to see you are able to see that reflected energy from that particular object you are able to see with your eyes that is how we are able to see what a what that particular object is now once that energy is being recorded from a particular object or fissures from the ground by the sensors after interacting with the atmosphere once again see it has to go no, two times one first thing is that that energy will come from the source of in the, the the source that is the sun now it will pass through the atmosphere it will interact with the object then again it will be let's say reflected back and it will again 
go through the same atmospheric medium then finally the sensors which may be in an aircraft platform or which could be in a satellite platform the sensors fitted in that particular platform will record the energy then finally those energies will be let's say transmitted then it will be let's say process then finally interpretations and analysis will be done and depending on the type and app of remote sensing and the applications of yeah remote sensing yeah we will see that different types of remote sensing data are being used for different types of applications it all depends on in which kinds of applications we will be using yeah what kinds of data nevertheless every technology has its own limitations and you no know, let's say advantages so in remote sensing also we will discuss on its various advantages and limitations now definitions of remote sensing what is remote sensing it is an acquiring of data about an object without touching it so if you have to elaborate it we can define it as a non contact recording of informations from the ultraviolet visible infrared and the microwave regions of the electromagnetic spectrum by means of instruments such as cameras scanners lasers and or area array located on a platform such as aircraft or spacecraft and the analysis of those acquired informations by means of visual and digital image processing now you may see different books have you no know, different kinds of definitions but fundamentally the concept behind how we define remote sensing more or less remains the same So Lisens and Kiefer in 1994 they define remote sensing as a science and art of obtaining informations about an object or area or a, a certain phenomena through the analysis of data acquired by a device that is not in contact with the object area or phenomena under investigations Now coming to the process of remote sensing the first one that i am going to discuss you with you all is a particular let's combinations a combinations is from is a passive remote sensing is happening in an optical regions of electromagnetic spectrum and the platform is a satellite if you see when we get an energy yeah radiations from energy source so we can think of that particular source of energy that is the sun fundamentally now it will enter through our earth atmosphere then after in, when it enters the earth atmosphere it will interact with the earth atmosphere so you already have studied in let's say geology engineering geology when we study on the earth and the atmosphere you have different strata of earth atmosphere if you remember yeah during your fourth semester we have studied yeah stratosphere ionosphere troposphere yeah so when this particular energy 
pass through this particular let's say earth atmosphere it has to pass through all these layers yeah interact with all these layers then finally it will interact with the target it could be any object or fissures on the surface of the earth once it interacts with the target it will get what we call it as get reflected some parts of the energy will get reflected some parts of the energy will get absorbed some parts of the energy will get transmitted what is interesting for us in remote sensing is that part of that energy that is going to get reflected from that object the part of energy that is reflected from that object or from that particular fissures again it will travel through the art atmosphere and finally it will be recorded by the sensors which is on board that particular satellite or an aircraft depending on the types of platform you are using for remote sensing finally the recorded energy or the what we call it in simple words the data will be transmitted to the transmission stations the station ground stations it will be transmitted it will be no it will be received by the ground stations which will be transmitted from that particular satellite and finally it will be processed and those processed data will finally be used for different kinds of interpretations and analysis then depending on the type of applications as i already have said whether you are applying this in hydrology whether you are applying it in ecology whether you are applying it for climate change studies whether you are applying it for different types of let's say in urban context for example urban heat islands so on so it all depends on the types of applications you know what kinds of data we are going to use it so we will see this particular let's say aspect when we go further in our let's say this particular course in due course of time now example the second is when you have a passive remote sensing on an optical regions but the platform is an engine not a satellite but a aircraft or a airplane what will happen is that you will see the whole the same process of remote sensing will be the same except that what you will see is that since it is being let's say taken by an aircraft instead of transmitting from the aircraft to the ground transmission ground stations what will happen is that the aircraft will simply uh, let's you can say that uh, it will simply yeah land on the surface and it will be taken uh, to the processing stations and those data will be processed again it will be used for different kinds of let's say interpretations and analysis depending on the type of applications so just to sum it up the we can say that there are seven elements that comprises the process of remote sensing number 
as we know that we need to have a source of energy or source of illumination number 2 that is your radiations and atmosphere how it interacts how the radiations of this energy interacts with the atmosphere that we have to understand third thing is that interactions with the target yeah how we interact with the target recording of energy by the sensor how the sensors record the energy finally transmissions receptions processing and interpretations and analysis of those data depending on the type of applications Hi all as a second part of this episode after understanding the process of remote sensing and you no know, let's say explaining those uh, process in two different ways one that is passive yeah with a satellite as a platform another one is passive optical with an aircraft as a platform now in this particular sections of this episode i'll discuss with you all the source and concept of energy so if you see uh, the basic uh, source of energy so when we say source of energy so the things that comes in our mind is our sun there are artificial energy source that also can be used on the other hand there are naturally emitted energy from an object those also can be a sense for this energy yeah so energy uh, fundamentally when we are asked to define energy is the ability to do work so energy they get transferred from one body to another or from one place to another there are three basic way of uh, transferring energy one is conductions convections and radiations and this the third one that is the way of transferring energy through uh, radiations is what yeah is we are going to see it in remote sensing now when it comes to energy uh, what strikes in our mind uh, or what strikes in our mind is electromagnetic radiations what is electromagnetic radiations we have to understand this terminology this electromagnetic energy or wave it travels through the space at the speed of light as we all know right it is created when an electrical source is accelerated now it consists of electrical field which varies in magnitude in a directions perpendicular to the direction in which the radiation is traveling and a magnetic field also is there which is oriented at right angles to the electrical field both this field that is magnetic as well as electrical field that travel at the speed of the light that is what electromagnetic radiation is so remote sensing as we know 
it relies on the measurement of electromagnetic energy. This electromagnetic energy can be of several form. The most important source of EM, that is electromagnetic energy at the Earth's surface, is from the Sun. For example, visible light, we get heat that we can feel, and ultraviolet light, which we know that are harmful to our skin. Many sensors are being designed and developed in this process of remote sensing, this, this particular technology, which is used to measure the reflected yeah, energy from sun, that is sunlight. Some sensors, however, they detect energy emitted by the art itself, or they have their own source of energy. So the one who is have its own source of energy in addition to the energy reflected from the sun, just such kinds of sensors are called as active sensors. On the other hand, passive sensors are those sensors which measures the energy reflected from the sun. So primarily the sun has a source of energy and as well as which detect energy emitted by uh, fissures or object from the art itself. Those are passive sensors. So now you know the difference between what an active is and what a passive is. So you have to understand the different type of yeah, what a passive sensor is or what an active sensor is. So these passive sensors, as I already have explain it records radiations reflected from the earth surface so this source of energy that is radiations must come from outside the sensor so in most of the case that is from the solar energy examples like thematic mapper yeah landsat tm what we call it is a sensors from landsat satellite is an example a very good examples of passive sensors so <laughs> it gave us analysis on land cover and sense analysis yeah using data from such kinds of satellite that is landsat thematic mapper sensors images on the other hand there are sensors like active sensors as i said unlike passive sensors active sensors they require energy source to come from within the sensor itself for an example a laser beam remote sensing system is an active sensor that sends out a beam of light with a non wavelength and frequency so it has its own source of energy so this beam of light which with a non wavelength and frequency it will travel through our atmosphere and hit the earth surface and is again reflected back to the sensor which records the time it took for the beam of light to return. So as you can correlate with what we already have seen in that process of remote sensing. Here the energy in these active sensors, basically the sensor itself sends out the energy. This energy should have a non-wavelength and frequency and 
it will record the time it took for this energy or this light to return back to the sensor. Examples like topographic lidar laser mapping data. They are basically such kinds of data are collected through active sensors. So <coughs> there are two types of sensors that is passive sensors and active sensors. Now before we go ahead on defining different other aspects on electromagnetic radiations, let's try to understand the propagations of electromagnetic radiations. How electromagnetic radiations propagate yeah, through space and how it interacts with other matter. It is very important in this study of remote sensing. So in engineering physics, you might have already studied electromagnetic energy, they are modeled in two different ways. One is web model, another one is particle model. So in web model, electromagnetic energy is considered to propagate through space in the form of a sine web. And this web are characterized by, as I said, two fields, that is one is an electrical field and another one is a magnetic field. They are perpendicular to each other. Both field is perpendicular to the directions of travel of the wave and have the same amplitude. And both this electrical and the magnetic field propagate through space at the speed of the light, as we all know. Now, from this particular web model, we get an equation. This web model equations that is the fundamental equation that is C equals to yeah lambda b that is what we have what is this v this is your frequency what is this lambda that is the wavelength what is wavelength it is the distance between two successive web peaks what is frequency is a number of cycles per second passing of a fixed point that is your frequency so since both these fill, electrical fill and magnetic fill, they travel at the velocity of light, at the speed of light, yeah, and they are perpendicular to each other. That is the concept behind web model. When it comes to this web model, this wavelength and frequency, they are inversely related to each other that means the shorter the wavelength the higher the frequency or the longer the wavelength the lower the frequency so when this electromagnetic radiations passes from one medium to another the speed of the light and this what we call it as the your lambda that is your wavelength changes while the frequency remains constant so longer wavelength will have lower frequency shorter wavelength will have higher frequency this is the conclusions from web model of electromagnetic radiations now coming to the particle model of electromagnetic radiations most characteristics of electromagnetic energy we know that they are described using web model but for some purpose 
Electromagnetic energy is more conveniently modeled by what we call it as particle theory, in which this electromagnetic energy is composed of discrete units called photons or quanta. This approach of particle model is taken which help us to quantify the amount of energy measured by a multispectral sensors. So the amount of energy held by a photon of a specific wavelength is given by Q equals to HZ. So what is Q? It's the energy of a quantum measured in joules. What is H? H is your Planck constant and V is a frequency of the radiations. So your web model and particle models, they can be related yeah, by using the two equations. One is C equals to lambda V, another one is Q equals to HV. So from this, energy of quantum is inversely proportional to its wavelength. What does it mean? We are trying to quantify the energy yeah, quantify energy with respect to wavelength. That is, the longer the wavelength, when you have a longer wavelength in the electromagnetic spectrum, you have those radiations having longer wavelength, we will definitely know that from this particular particle model, its energy content will be low. Conversely, on the other hand, those rates of electromagnetic the spectrum where you have shorter wavelength they will have more they will have more energy for an example gamma ray are the most energetic and the radio waves are the least energetic now how it is going to relate with remote sensing what is the main let's say important aspects on understanding web model and particle model with respect to remote sensing this is the question the question is remote sensing for remote sensing it is more difficult to measure the energy emitted in longer wavelengths than in shorter wavelengths so if we try to compare, relate these three concepts that is energy, wavelength and frequency. When you have high energy, you will have high frequency but you will have short wavelength. On the other hand, when you have low energy, your frequency will be low but the wavelength will be long. So what we can see is for those energy which are on longer wavelength within the electromagnetic spectrum, the energy content will be low. But for those, let's say, regions of electromagnetic spectrum where we have shorter wavelength, the energy content will be high.
interactions mechanism electromagnetic radiations we all know it changes with magnitude directions wavelength polarizations and phase now the science of remote sensing will primarily see how to detect and record these changes the resulting image and data from remote sensing based on this recording are interpreted to identify remotely the characteristics of the matters the characteristics of the matters that is for a particular object or for a particular surf uh, let's say features on the surface of the earth that produce the senses in the recorded electromagnetic radiation so you will see in course of this units or this subject as a whole you'll see there are different kinds of interactions mechanisms like radiations may be transmitted that is it may pass through the substance the velocity of the emr changes as it is transmitted from air or vacuum into other substances radiations may also be absorbed by a substance and give up its energy largely to hitting the substances radiations may be emitted also radiations may be scattered radiations may be reflected so interactions can be in the form of transmissions it can be in the form of absorptions it can be in the form of emissions it can be in the form of scattering it may be in the form of let's say reflections or reflecting it can get reflected so these interactions with any particular form of matters are selective with regards to the electromagnetic radiations specific for that form of matters depending primarily upon its surface property and its atomic and molecular uh, structures so that is very very important let's say to understand the process of remote sensing and how remote sensing work it is very very important for us to understand the electromagnetic radiations the next part of this episode i will discuss on the electromagnetic spectrums in details and its major roles in remote sensing so here i ends the let's say second sections of this particular episode have a nice day and hope you enjoy listening to this particular part of these units